This is No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm Anisa Benitez, your host and fellow creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, mentally and spiritually, as we all deserve a successful creative life. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is about recommitting to our bodies. Health is definitely our wealth and sometimes it takes getting sick to get that reminder. We have this beautiful experience of being able to live in our bodies, our souls exist in our bodies and treating this vessel well makes our days a lot more enjoyable on this planet, makes us significantly more joyful in a better state and yeah it took me being sick sick twice recently to have this re-reminder but with seasonal changes I always find it valuable to recommit to caring for our body as it is a transition period now from this kind of wintry weather into a spring that's more summery it kind of was a dramatic change in New York of really winter days into like 70 and 80 degree days um and so with seasonal changes I always find it a valuable time to recommit to caring for my body because the way that I care for my body is different and new and with the way you want to care for your body it might shift during this time as well it might be shifting all the time so doing this recommitment might just help you feel you are aligning with what your intentions are during this time of the way that you want to feel and show up. Being not a starving artist definitely means being a healthy artist, and that also includes our physical well-being, which I rarely speak to. Our agenda for today's episode is first, how this topic became relevant to me, and second will be some guidance on how to make a recommitment to your body. If you've been enjoying this podcast and getting value from it, your support through rating and review on Apple Podcast makes a difference. Sharing on social also makes a difference. This is how the podcast is found and grows. So I appreciate that. And without further ado, let's get into it. start by saying that I'm so grateful to science and technological advancement that helps humans exist and stay healthy on this planet. And with that, yeah, I was nervous still to get my second vaccination as I had the Moderna vaccine and the symptoms after the second vaccination, particularly for women who are younger, was supposed to be not great, the side effects. And So I had some nervousness in going into that, had my shot on Sunday of last week. And yeah, I was completely out on Monday and a little into Tuesday. I experienced as a side effect of the second vaccination, which I'm so grateful for. Yay, not COVID. Um... Yeah, I'm not at COVID risk anymore and to those around me, and so that's exciting. But I had an extreme fever for at least 20, 30 hours. Extreme body aches, night sweats, woke up truly in a puddle of my own sweat. Tried to get myself to even, like, 
go to the kitchen multiple times and didn't have the energy. It was completely at an exhaust that I haven't felt. And sometimes it takes feeling really that low. Like we've truly hit a rock bottom to get up again, to reset. I then had another experience of eating dairy, which is um, my the one thing that really like takes me out. I have this abnormal reaction, which involves my head swelling, and uh, I'm not going to get into details, but I have a hard time fighting infections as I have a white, low white blood cell count, and so it was another reminder of like, oh my gosh, it's hard to feel joy and wake up in the morning when your body is just greeted by pain, and that coupled with my period, I was a wreck for the last two weeks on and off and it was a big re-reminder that health yes is our wealth and to greet the day with a healthy body is game-changing and definitely not taking for granted this beautiful vessel that we live in during this human incarnation this is the one body that you have for your whole life it grows and it shapes and it changes but you gotta love this body gotta embrace this body and so taking care of this body will feel good and I definitely don't want to take my body for granted. I take these times to be definitely a moment for deep reflection and hard reset on any habits that maybe I was doing that I don't want to continue doing. Obviously the COVID vaccine side effects and my randomly eating dairy somehow was not intentional or wasn't really in my control in some ways. Well, they were both in my control, but I guess the side effects, I didn't know how severe they were going to be. And with the dairy, it wasn't like I ate anything with dairy and apparently something, you know, I like ate at vegan restaurants. All of this to say it's definitely in those times when you feel like your body isn't functional, like pain is so overwhelming, where you realize those days when you exist and you don't feel pain. It's such a beautiful day. How can we reset our bodies during these times? Maybe it's just seasonally you want to start working out more outdoors. You want to start getting more fresh air. You want to maybe consume less sugar. That's one for me. I was like, this is a hard reset where like, I want this body to feel amazing all the time. I want to be a 10 out of 10. And when you're so used to being like, yeah, 10 out of 10 as far as how you feel in your body and your health, then being like a 5 out of 10 feels like being dead. It really feels like the end. And even being an 8 out of 10, you're like, oh, this is not good. I'm rarely sick. And so, yeah. Definitely an intentional time of being like, I want to get my body back to feeling 100% great, shifting my diet, doing these little habits that make me feel really strong will make a difference. And so our next segment will be around making those small shifts, making a new intention, resetting, recommitting to your body, maximizing outdoor time maybe, shifting some workouts to in the park eating differently maybe it's because of the seasonal produce that's 
available to you. Maybe you're switching out of comfort foods during the colder weather seasons. So whatever it is, next section will be a little bit of guidance on how to make those recommitments to your body. I call these recommitments to your body because it's all rooted in deep intention. If you go online, you'll find so much online around setting health goals, especially related to weight loss, less so related to general sense of feeling. What do you want to feel? Because you could have a six pack and still not feel confident and that's not really great. A lot of the physical health goals, I think, can feel rewarding to achieve. Um, But I think, similar to many other topics in this podcast, that need to achieve this specific thing is sometimes tied to feeling inadequate. You feel inadequate if you don't achieve that thing. Your sense of needing to achieve is rooted in sometimes a sense of unworthiness, etc. And so I like the term recommitting to your body because it's a little bit more holistic, for one. And two, you'll see that it's a bit, there's some broadness, but then there's some specificity as well, similar to making goals. But I've set this up in three sections. First, what is your intention as you recommit to your body? Two, getting specific on your vows rather than goals. I've made them vows. And this is like a marriage when people recommit in their marriages to themselves. You have a relationship with your body. It's a marriage. You're in it for life, though. And so how do you make that recommitment? And then three, what will help support those habits? There might be some other specific things that will help be catalysts. So first, finding your intention. I find it helpful to say things like, overarchingly, this season, maybe we're entering summer. Summer is a big thing, especially in the U.S. where it's like hot girl summer or, you know, beach body summer. All these things around the summertime because of the exposure of skin or actually, yeah, mainly there's the physical visual of what it means to be a person in warmer weather. Um, but yeah, find your intention. This season, I want to feel. And so how can you focus your attention on what you do want? Focusing less on what we don't want. A lot of goal setting can be like, I want to shed 10 pounds. I want to, but really here, I want to give some guidance and feel free to fill in these sentences. So this season, I want my body to feel blank. Think about what you want it to feel. Maybe you want to feel strong. Maybe you want to feel even more specifically able to lift 20 pound weight with one arm. (laughs) That seems achievable for many people. This summer I want to feel my body is. There's a way to think about this. This summer I want to feel my body is capable of making it through all of my workouts and attending all these social gatherings. I want to feel that it is strong and toned and 
like in high spirits. It doesn't have to be specific to just physicality. And as another thought starter, you can obviously take the time to jot these down, and I highly encourage that. This summer, I'm channeling blank energy. This is one I like to do, and usually this summer, I'm channeling goddess energy, but maybe it's hot girl energy. Maybe it's athlete energy. Maybe it's, I don't know. What is it for you? What's that energy that you want to feel? Even doing a bit of a visualization at this time can be helpful. You can have some vision of yourself in mind. What's that vision really look like? How do you want to walk and move through the world? How do you want to feel your body moves through the world? A lot of this intention should revolve around your what matters to you right now. It doesn't have to be specific to some time in the future, really, at this moment. What's important? For instance, you might want to exercise more. So how can you connect this to your intention to have a meaningful outcome? Maybe you want to improve your endurance. Maybe you want to improve your strength. Maybe you want to improve your stamina, maybe when running or doing working out. Maybe you want to feel just sexy and good when attending events and maybe it's wedding, graduation, social gatherings, etc. You just want to have that feeling. So get clear on what your intention is seasonally to feel. For sure, this is a goddess summer for me. I want to feel goddess energy, which is strong and toned and also fairly peaceful. I want to feel at peace in my body, definitely feel challenged in my workouts, but feel at ease energetically when joining more social gatherings as many people are getting vaccinated and there's a lot more happening. Number two, getting specific with your vows. So similar to goal setting, but different. There is some level of specificity that really helps us change our habits. What do you want to feel? Um, so I'll share some thought starters and then I encourage you to take the time as always to write down your own. As this is a recommitment, you can write this as I vow to. Getting specific here. I vow to, for instance, sleep eight hours each night. I vow to wake up with the sunrise. I vow to start the day with a workout, a meditation, and spiritual ritual. I vow to take my vitamins every day. I'll slip sometimes. I vow to drink half of my body weight in ounces of water, which is usually what's recommended by doctors. Another way to approach this getting specific with our vows now is also switching as it might be a seasonal transition time you might be switching from certain habits to other habits and rather than just condemning ourselves for maybe having some unhealthier habits maybe it's eating a lot of fried food or carbs pasta during the winter you can say instead i'm switching from this to that 
So for instance, this season I'm switching from indoor workouts and doing YouTube things to running outside more, to spending more time working out in the park. This season, I'm switching from fruits and my oatmeal, having more heavier breakfasts, to more green smoothies and juices. This season, I'm switching from pasta and carbs and more of that to salads and fresh produce, but still doing intuitive eating. Because if you're craving what you're craving, I think it's great to honor those cravings. This season, I'm definitely switching from more hot beverages to more iced beverages. If you're a coffee drinker, maybe it's you're drinking a lot of cappuccinos and hot drinks to iced. It's a subtle thing, and maybe that's not really specific to health, but reduction of cream could probably be good. I'm a tea drinker. This season, I'm switching from taking my phone calls inside or via Zoom to making in a strong intention to take phone calls outside while walking. This season, I'm switching from hot baths at night to cold showers in the morning. Maybe there's some changes and shifts in your working schedule. But making sure that your intentions, your vows are somewhat specific, they're measurable and attainable and somewhat time-bound is helpful. You can have your vows be detailed and rather than saying, I want to be you know, active, say I want to exercise 30 minutes, five days a week, making them measurable rather than having them, I want to lose weight, say I'm going to, you know, lose 20 pounds by December. Making them attainable also is really helpful. What's realistic for you on a daily basis? Maybe it's realistic for you to walk five miles a day. Um, well, not do like 36 miles, like nearly a marathon to start out. And so thinking about those types of things and then making sure that they're really relevant and specific to where you're living and your environment it might make sense especially when it comes to like seasonal produce and things like that and then time bound maybe it's helpful for you to even set up some incentives along the way once I get to this then I'll reward myself with this you'll figure out what works best for you but that leads me to number three which is helping to support your habits there's so many ways that we can help support our habits and there are some tips to stay focused Breaking your vows into smaller steps. So if your step is, if your overarching vow is really focused on something quite large, it can feel daunting. And so breaking them into little things like, for instance, if we had a creative goal of writing a book, you would start with doing 20 minutes of writing each day. And so similarly, if you have a big goal of feeling really strong athlete in your body, maybe it just starts with running half a mile each day. And then you can reward yourself, which is step two to stay focused. Reward yourself. You did half a mile every day for a week. You reward yourself. You can build up to maybe a mile. Give yourself positive feedback. And maybe you can share it with a friend. Share that accomplishment. I know that's why people buy Fitbits. They reward you after you've 
you know, exercise a certain amount, you're reminded of that. It's like being an artist and rewarding yourself after selling a painting with buying new art supplies. Monitoring your progress obviously helps. That's how we start slipping, I think, for me and my chocolate love. My love of chocolate and sugar, therefore, I can definitely start slipping. And so there's times when it'll be valuable for me to actually write down what I ate in a day. Use visual reminders. It might be helpful for you to keep in view something visual that reminds you of your larger intention of feeling like an athlete. Maybe there's an athlete that you really admire that you can put as your phone background or goddess energy you want to channel that you can, you know, surround yourself by somehow. And then last but not least, I think there's an opportunity to sometimes purchase things or borrow things that support your well-being and you can use those as incentives too. For instance, I mentioned Fitbits or even if your goal is to have more smoothies and juices, do you have a blender? Do you have a juicer? Maybe your goal is to really run. You're like, oh, but I don't have running sneakers. If that's your excuse, know that it's just an excuse, but maybe running sneakers could actually support you feeling good when exercising and support your knees. Replacing mattress maybe if your goal is to make sure that you're sleeping eight hours maybe you've had a very restless sleep and that's why you're not sleeping well and you're oversleeping you feel you're needing 12 hours of sleep rather than eight maybe it's because the quality of your sleep is diminished so there's definitely some room for investigation on why we are not currently fulfilling our new goals so with this recommitment Take it as a time to invest in yourself. Nurture yourself, nurture your body, nurture your well-being. Overarchingly, yeah, this recommitment to your body is just saying a thank you. It's a big overarching thank you. Thank you to this body for taking care of me. Thank you to this body for generally allowing me to function and get through my days. Thank you for this good health, generally speaking. Yeah, and thank you for listening to this podcast episode. I'm so grateful to be with you during this time. This was more of a relaxed episode on our physical well-being, which is rarely a topic, but definitely so pronounced to me in this last week, and hopefully not so much for you, but maybe just seasonally making these shifts, changing your intentions and your eating and your physical well-being will support you in feeling strong, feeling capable of achieving goals, feeling more powerful, feeling like a striving artist, a thriving artist. As always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, leave a rate and review on Apple Podcast and share it on social. You can find me at Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. You're no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning and growing and strengthening this one body vessel that we are blessed with, with you. I appreciate you.